What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to JK Sister Podcast, your hump day helper. Grab your headphones because this is definitely not safe for work. How's it going, guys? Welcome back. Uh, episode uh, We're Finally Legal Consent Age. Give that, one, give that one another. <laughs> episode 18. Age of consent in our country is uh, a lot lower than that. Is it? Oh yeah, it's sixteen, right? Yeah, dude, we're 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 kind of bridging the gap between Mexico and the United States, where theirs is twelve, Mexico <laughs> is twelve, the USA is eighteen, and ours is sixteen, excluding Romeo and Juliet laws or something like that. I forget what that is, Romeo and Juliet the, laws. I mean, like, it really doesn't matter. Is it? <laughs> do you know? Any, do you know what they are? <laughs> I don't really care to look into them, but I do no. know that yeah, <coughs> incestuous marriages are legal in this country too. Why? Whoa! Do you, <laughs> yeah, do you want to fact check that? Do I don't think I do. I don't want that in my Google. Isn't search. that crazy? <laughs> what percentage of the country you think actually knows that? Like, what percentage of the average citizen do you think knows that? Probably one hundred percent of the citizens whose family tree only have one branch. <laughs> That's true. Imagine, oh, that would be an awkward. <laughs> that would be an awkward. This is our family project. tree, or as we should say, family fire pole. <laughs> it's just like our family streetlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just up straight, and then just one guy. You are a beeline. We, you know, we beelined it right from the fucking Mayflower to you. <laughs> Zoop. <laughs> but you gotta wonder though. It's like, how many people do you think actually know? It's like, what is it? The uh, is First Amendment or Second Amendment? The right to bear arms. Not like it's for us, but as an example, you're like, people know about it, but it's like, okay, how many people use it just because you can? Lots. I, <laughs> I bet. Lots. So in terms of this particular law, like the fact that that's legal, how many people do you think are really taking advantage of it? Oh, that's where you're going with that. Yeah. Probably, probably, <laughs> oh. probably the same demographic of yeah. people. Which is a good segue into relationships. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not saying yours is, because it's not. You've seen her. She looks totally different from you. <laughs> so you're good. Um, Wait, how, what? How was your weekend, man? That was good. You were away with her. Happy birthday to Rebecca, by the way. She's not here, but uh, happy birthday to you. How was that? What'd you guys get up to? It was good, man. Drank, Just do drank heavily, and that's something I don't do. Bitch. Yeah, I don't do that. How the, that's fucking so rude, Isn't bitch. that crazy? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, a lot. Plenty. I had lots. God damn. Ugh. That's what it takes, huh? Just <laughs> yeah. I'm actually finally very comfortable with uh, being over there, being under the influence. Yeah. yeah. Like amongst her group of friends? Yeah, yeah. Plus, I I mean, I felt like I handled it, handled myself really well. I don't think at any point I was... What was their opinion on your two liter of growers cider? Were they okay with it? Um, you know what? They totally respect my game. <laughs> Yo, as a as a man who just doesn't drink beer and prefers the sweet drinks, get after it. <laughs> yeah, grower ciders and like a Pim's cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice man. How was your weekend? It was uh kind of busy actually. I'm not gonna lie, but it was just work stuff. Work busy, not fun busy. <laughs> no dates, nothing fun. No, no, not a, no, <laughs> not this week. 
That's still up in the air. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, what did you get up to for her birthday? Did you just go up for, did you just do typical dinner things? Yeah, I was like, yeah. But yeah. it was, it was, it was jam-packed with lots of patios. Yeah. Patio, it's patio season. It's, we're at that age, yeah, totally patio season. We're at that age now, though, where, um, you know when people were, like, buying you gifts ever since, like, since time, right? Since... Since you were a kid, you'd have yeah. a birthday party and people would be buying you gifts. And now right about, I'd say right around mid-20s is when you kind of start treating your friends when it's your birthday. Where you start picking yeah. up, you start like renting the space and picking up the check. Because that's, you know, we've worked a lot of birthdays as mm-hmm. bartenders. That check is usually picked up by the birthday person. Yeah, that, usually the host of it. Right? So we're kind of, we're entering that stage. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like it's at the point into like adulthood where you're like, okay, my friends are like, they got shit going on. So it's like, thanks for coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a treat. Make like, it worth their while. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like they made the effort to come out. You're not like, it's not a kid's birthday party where you're like, okay, now I kind of have to go. So like, whatever. Yeah. It yeah. is a bit of a reality check though when you're like, oh. <laughs> Nobody shows no up. No one's going to come unless you kind of sweeten There's the There's like incentive. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> like, I've wanted to, like, that's more the style that I'm going for nowadays as opposed to like a party or whatever. I would rather go out for like a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Like my ideal one would be like rent an SUV, like with a driver, like me, three or four of the homies and whatever. And go somewhere nice for dinner, like suit up the whole thing. I wish we had cigar bars here. That would be that would be pretty tight. I wish that was illegal mm. here, but it's not. You know, I, I I could be down for actually one more really good house party. Yeah, I've been to one of those in a hot minute. Yeah, nobody has that shit anymore. But you know what's <sighs> crazy though is like we are the perfect age and stage in our life where we could be doing those for every occasion with Airbnb and stuff. Yeah, we just don't. The amount of people that I know that do Airbnb parties, we've just never taken advantage of it. We've never really done that. Which is why not a lot of people listen or watch this because evidently we we're do boring. Shit. <laughs> we're boring. <laughs> we straight up don't we, do shit. Wow. A hundred percent. It's the most like average. Jo- Unfortunately, the, the Joe Schmo show is already taken. But like great, just do nothing title of just like <laughs> the epitome of what the two of us are as people, Dude. just like regular ass Joes of just fucking working class people. Straight up, man. <laughs> like it couldn't epitomize what we are more, which is why I think we're struggling so hard to find this like audience that we're just like <laughs> trying to appease with all this, like whatever the fuck we're trying to find. That's true, man. This has been an 18 week identity crisis. <laughs> yeah, it's... I still look at it sometimes, like looking back, like at the thumbnails, and like, wow, we made eighteen of these, like almost twenty weeks of shit. That's pretty cool, man. That's that like we, a lot of we, lot of content that we put out. Mm-hmm. Like fifteen hours, I would say, of like content. And we're getting a lot. We could probably put together greatest hits, like a solid awesome. ninety second video. <laughs> Let's dive into some topics. Okay, well, on the subject of Rebecca's birthday. Um, I was thinking about this cause this is probably a question that a lot of guys I would say have in little hatchlings in new relationships. Okay. And cause the first birthday is always tough and you've gone through two now, I think. 
Yes. Yeah. So the first birthday is always tough because you're always like, what do I get her? And I think it has a lot to do with like when you started dating in respect to when the birthday is. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's like if you've been dating for a month and next thing you know her birthday is coming up, you're like, I'm not going to get like you just I don't think you can go all out and get this girl like jewelry and whatever, especially no. expensive jewelry. No, no, no. Because it's like you fully don't know the person's taste yet. I think cheap jewelry is fine. Maybe, yeah. You get nice stuff that's less than Mm -hmm. even 70 bucks. I think that's an okay amount if you you really feel that way. Yeah. But no, we're not talking big ticket stuff. No. I would say like depending on how long you've been dating before the birthday gets there, you can get away with uh, flowers, maybe something like if you have like kind of an inside joke in the relationship or whatever, something to that pertains to that and like a dinner or whatever or some kind of experience as opposed to a thing like those a tangible hold, thing those hold so much value those um like inside jokes yeah kind of intangible gifts man yeah they i'm I've, those are yeah, wicked i give those i'm good at giving those <laughs> that's what i i like doing that stuff because i feel like that yeah that holds so much more sentimental value than like any necklace would cards are heavy hitters believe it or not i've never actually given a card yeah cards, never done a card cards hit yeah. Yeah. If you take the time to write something funny, it's and like think about it. Oh yeah, means a lot more than. Some I know. I might mix. Earrings. I might mix card into the game next time. I don't know. But not for your homies though. Like dude, no, stay, duh, what stay, the fuck? <laughs> stay, I'm not gonna write you a card. <laughs> Yo, happy G day, Holmes. That's where we separate our our genders. Yeah. The, we, the yeah. gals always write their their gal pals yeah. a nice card. Do they? Did she get a bunch of cards from all of her? girlies yeah i think the the, the gal the gal game. the gals uh got her like a joint card they put drugs in that shit bro <laughs> <laughs> it's legal here fucking dude whatever straight up <laughs> but no okay so would you uh hmm, how do i word this in terms of a gift uh are you more of a surprise person or to the point where you're like you pick something so you know you like it and i'll just foot the bill um, good, good or a mix of both. Good question, man. Say. Gift giving. Uh, I like I like to have an idea of what they'd like to have, mm-hmm. and then roll with it. Yeah, like being a tattoo artist, man. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people want exactly what their brain thinks when you go to a tattoo artist. Wow, what a segue. Hold on, this is gonna. Get we'll get crazy. into that. We'll get into that. But we're gonna answer this first. But yeah, <laughs> just, just you know, ask them what they want. In my opinion, and then put your own unique twist on it. Right. Yeah. Get like in the ballpark of what they're looking for because that's safe. Like you're not going to deal with the awkward like them maybe having to return the shit and whatever. Especially if you spent a pretty penny on it. A good amount of dough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say like, yeah, so I get the ballpark and whatever. One thing I've noticed that works quite well is like if you get the thing or like if you know exactly what they want or the ballpark and you get that thing, but you can also throw something else in there as well that is also you can give them the thing they know that they're expecting plus like a surprise thing oh yeah yeah but again again rolling back to uh like something kind of inside jokey within the relationship that's huge for sure like that is huge that's probably like the best bit of advice is like if you have anything something that would offer a little bit more sentimental value uh for like a first gift or even like remembering their favorite flower, like that is so that's so huge. So you've never done cards. I've never done flowers. No, I've never done cards. I'm yeah. I love giving flowers. 
I've yeah. I I used to go like the extra. I would be so extra with flowers, dog. Like fuck, and that shit's expensive. Yeah, man, getting an arrangement they, then. They die. Then they, they just, just die. No, you're just giving such a burden. Yeah. Cause you're like, now you gotta water this shit, keep it alive. Yeah, because you're gonna check in and be like, oh, it's how are the flowers? How doing? are they doing? And you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> what's that smell? Oh yeah, they're dead in the fucking kitchen garbage. <laughs> yeah, oops. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I just remember like, I don't know. There's little details like I there was one that like her favorite flower was like white roses or like or some shit like that, like tulips or whatever. And like a very specific kind. And it was like, I always get those or like the one year anniversary, I would get the dozen roses, like that type of shit, like little whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I've always been super like detail and so extra, like really trying to do some like romantic comedy shit, (laughs) like straight out of a movie, dude. I was, that's why I'd like first dates for me are so tough. Cause you're like you said, I think last week you're like you're gonna burn through all your ideas in your head yeah, so man. fast. Keep it, keep it light. And that's exactly what happens. It's like this this first date in my head is like it's got to go so perfect, and it's like borderline want to be in this spot at this time for fucking fireworks to go off. Looking over this like that type of shit. Let me let me chime in here and give some of you maybe you know you lo- young puppy lovers or. I mean, everybody loves puppies. I hope none of you are, you know, in that regard. But, uh, you know, new relationships or bachelors out there. I got this shit from a meme. <laughs> I swear to God, this works. Could not be more of a millennial but, thing. But, like, what's, what's the say. hardest thing to do is decide where to eat or what to do. And this meme is 100% legit. What do you say? You say, guess where I'm going to take you. <laughs> and you go to that first motherfucking spot. And be like, how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> But, however, you know, they, that is, um, you don't have unlimited ammo with that. You mm-hmm. got, you got to use that really sparingly because they catch on. Yeah. The only thing is, it's like, especially in terms of, like, that's rare to find something like that uh, via meme. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, it's the same with people using pickup lines that have been posted on Instagram, whatever. You That runs dry quick because if it's posted on Instagram, oh, yeah. everybody's seen the if shit. If it's big viral, yeah. If sometimes, it's big viral. Sometimes you, you catch something that's... Yeah. you get, If you catch something early and you're like, I haven't seen this like on any of these pages, mm-hmm. this is probably good to go. But there's a few, like that whole... I've, I've witnessed firsthand the other day, somebody used that, the dog one, yeah. where we would like throw the dog them? emoji... Okay, go on. <laughs> no, yeah, he he did the dog emoji, and he's like, "Oh, Max, come back!" Like, you know, oh, sorry, he wanders off into DMs or whatever. Hey, I'm like, <laughs> it was so fun, dude, because I just looked and it just said "seen," no reply. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of what I expected with something yeah, so man. like that is so overused, like so dangerously overused, mm-hmm. and you like you have to be so careful with something like that. That's like a huge that turned something that turned into that big of a meme. Like, you can't use that. Yeah, if you're smart, keep your good ideas to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Straight up. <laughs> Otherwise, they're blatantly just going to get jacked. Yeah. Like, without question. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the cheesiest pickup line ever. Just literally a, a picture of pickup trucks holding blocks of cheese. That one's a classic. <laughs> Hold on. Is this is this like an emoji thing? No, it's like just a photo, man. It's just, oh, did I delete it? I hope not. That's cute. It's it's goofy, dude. But it's funny. Did I? Where That's the fuck cute. is it? Oh, what? Oh, here it is. 
You got to put that on the screen. So, uh, yeah, I'll throw it up there. So, basically, so what I did, though, so I originally, I saw this on the internet, and I was like, okay, the photo, A, you can't really send photos in, like, a lot of things. You can't send photos on Tinder for good fucking reason. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I'm not mad at that. So, basically, I sat there and racked my brain trying to verbalize this picture (laughs) into, like, an actual pickup line, and (laughs) it was like, um, what do you call... Uh, what, I actually I wrote it down because <laughs> there were so many questions I had in terms of like, okay, what kind of truck do I use and what kind of cheese do I use? So they're not going to like guess the, it was, what do you call a fleet of Toyota Tacomas on their way to deliver thousands of laughing cows? You know, man, <laughs> I was, I've never you, used it. You know, I've never used it and you I know. probably never will. But like, <laughs> I racked my brain. I'm like, hmm, Havarti, Swiss? Nah, that's too, that's too easy. <laughs> the cheesiest pickup line ever. It's so great. <laughs> it's so disgustingly bad that it's good. You Actually, would, I don't even know if I don't even know if it rounds the third to you, come you back. You'd absolutely good. get a pity response. <laughs> like just oh. God, like, what do you need? Like, <laughs> you need help. I just, I just need anybody. You need somebody, please. Anybody. No, if I ever had to resort to a pickup line like that, just do the world a favor and mm-hmm. kill me twice. Mm-hmm. Just kill me, bring me back to life, kill me again. You know, wait, maybe, maybe we got it all wrong. You know, guys think that you got to use a pickup line to kind of stand out from all the, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. In their DMs. <laughs> Your favorite. Kind of a shot fired. <laughs> at you. Yeah. Yeah, you. <laughs> um, oh, he, you, yeah. You. Um, but maybe we don't have to do that. Maybe they're genuinely interested in just us and not our wit. Who yeah, the fuck wanna... am I kidding? You need to say something stupid and creative to get in there. Let's be honest. I don't know, man. I would disagree. <laughs> I, I mean, you could to a point, depending on the kind of person you think, I think they are. I think that what I said, that law applies to Tinder. Yeah, I would say the female species nowadays on Tinder is so on this like pedestal of like mm-hmm. they had like guys have to they have to be witty and have to say. And I think we've said this before. So this is a broken record like a couple episodes ago. But it's like that's just what it is now. It's like they just expect the most witty thing anyone could ever come out with. Every time, or it's like, ugh, like it's not even. They don't even consider responding. Mm-hmm. Like this is why nobody, like no guy, ever fucking wants to uh, like sh- even approach a girl because like that's the response they usually get if okay. it's just not clever enough. It takes so much, like such a huge sack, to just like muster up that confidence to like in person go and approach a girl is one is a completely different ballpark. You know what? If I'd venture to say nowadays, it's actually easier to do it in person than on the social media. Mm-hmm. You got to shoot your shot. I would actually say so, yeah. That's not going to show up on camera, but that was an elastic band shooting it at the lens. Oh, oh is that what he did? I thought you just pointed it. I was trying to it. hit it. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I think, yeah, absolutely. I would say nowadays, it's probably easier to go up and straight up just talk to Wait, a Wait, what am person. I even saying? That's totally not okay. What? You can't, even, you can't even talk to women without... No. Oh, I feel a sneeze coming. Like. <coughs> I'm dying. Oh. Oh, fuck. Good? 
Yeah, I think so. I'm good. Whew. You can't even talk to women without like sending maybe like a messenger first. Be like, someone would like to speak <laughs> to you regarding uh, getting to know you. And because if you just approach someone, that is such a no no. Don't don't approach anyone ever. Because <laughs> you'll end up in court. <laughs> Honestly, you're not far off, dude. Yeah, you need consent for everything these days. Uh, so you know, send. Uh, get Bethany to tell Brittany to tell Samantha um, that uh, Sean wants to get to know um, Chrysanthemum. That, that's how it used to work back in elementary school. Yeah, that uh, revert back to that. <laughs> that is safe. And it worked. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> then all of a sudden... Get off your fucking high horse, girls, and just like let a dude tell seven of his friends to ask you if it's okay. And just like go from there. Go to like, I don't know, the corner store or some shit. What a time we live in, man. Man. Bring dating back to the early 2000s. I got dumped at at the tetherball pole. Oh, and I was like totally. I was on such a hot. No, it was was not tough. <laughs> she a, well. she asked permission. She's like, "Hey, is this cool if I do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm tetherball king right now. Tomorrow I'm gonna be four square king." And then she king. proceeded to absolutely flame me on the tetherball pole. She <laughs> Beat had, me in about four seconds. She had she had height on me for sure. You know how uh, girls always sprout and. In elementary school before the boys so they are pretty pretty yeah. good at at tetherball <laughs> so I, I still i still ran the fucking i was a hopscotch uh, king I still ran the racket on beyblades <laughs> <laughs> yo those straight up need to come back are they coming they back never, they never left that's good to see mm-hmm. i unfortunately i think i just like i broke most of mine and never got around to replacing them i was just taking too many w's that's our identity right there. We're just going to post live matchups. We're going to do brackets. People are going to vote on which one. <laughs> Yo, subscribe to the Patreon for our uh, uh, monthly Beyblade Wars. <laughs> the Beyblade bracket. That'd be so A Beyblade cool. bracket. And you get the one motherfucker that has the metal disc on it. You get a huge sponsorship. Yo, I think we're on to something here. Yeah, I think so. We're starting a Beyblade League. Right, because it, it's it's humane. It's not like cockfighting. <laughs> Just discs. It's just tops, dreidels, yeah, just, if you it, will. There you go. You know, religious toys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that cultural appropriation? Mm. Religious appropriation? Is that a thing? Yeah, probably. It's all yeah. of them. Good. It's 2019. I'm I'm Great. guilty of everything. <laughs> we open our mouths. We're guilty of something. That's just that's the way it works. Uh, from Beyblade, fi- this okay. Have you ever? Um been in a fight I don't think you have not 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 out, like on the street I'm such a I'm such a pacifist I'm re- fucking pass these fists to your goddamn jaw yeah like yeah. I <laughs> I have no doubt that I have probably no issue with it but I'd rather not because like you don't ever want to accidentally be in a situation where someone you stoop to someone's level of being mm-hmm. violent and what what if you're, you know, what if something comes out, you know, all those years of fighting in hockey or boxing and you fucking hit a guy so hard he hits his head and he dies? No, mm-hmm. just don't. It's not worth it. Never. Don't. Be nice to everyone. Yeah. Never condoning assault and whatever. Don't. But that's the same thing. It's like everyone's so quick to like press charges these days. Exactly, man. So it's like, you know, it's so easy to, to like, you get into one like bar fight or whatever. No, I wouldn't even say bar fight. Just like, I don't know. Altercation. And for what, any altercation. 
And yeah, it's like you have a felony charge now and you're like, you're kind of fucked. Totally, man. Just because like some guy who's like, I don't know, you punch some guy whose dad's a lawyer. You just made, you just made like a wrong decision for a split second. Yeah. Just always, always just, you know, use your actual head. Yeah. Don't, I think, don't, with, don't think with your muscles. Yeah. I, I regret the occasions where I've kind of been in altercations. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes big dick energy gets the best of you. Yeah, I don't know. I get, well, what was the, what was one I was in? Uh, one was in elementary school, so that was like not really real. That exactly, those aren't real. I wouldn't count that. And I would say maybe two in in I would say after high school, late teen, yeah, late teen years, and then one in my early twenties, and that's about it. The only one I can justify is probably the most recent one. Because I would say you are liable and, or I would say all bets are off at that point in terms of like accepting liability at that point. Like you don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if somebody like smacks your girlfriend in the face. Oh yeah. No, th- this is different. If you're coming to someone's aid, mm-hmm. that's a little you're bit different. standing up for someone. That's... You're not just like trying to run your fucking big dick in a bar. Yeah. And just like, just yeah. be that guy. Not, that's not what we're talking standing about. Standing up for someone, you should definitely do what you need to do. Yeah. I would say like at that point, all bets are off. It's like, you don't care. But it's like, if you just go out with your squad and it just all of a sudden just becomes, all right, let's fucking, let's do something tonight. Let's get into some shit tonight. <laughs> like, that is the wrong bit of context. Yeah, see, and then Caprice is closed. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking can't have anything nice. God damn. Intermission. And we're back. Uh, talking about, uh, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> uh, we're talking about violence. Hell Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, don't condone it. Don't do no violence. No violence in the world at all. But if somebody, you're standing up for your your girlfriend, do you, bruh? But <laughs> be careful. I don't know. Fuck, man. This is where this is where we get jumbled up and say some dumb shit, or me at least. I don't know. You get any tattoos soon? Um, I keep putting it off, dude. I don't know. It's just like because it's such an expensive thing. You're like, ugh. And I'm super, like, OCD in terms of how I want it to look. But now that I've had, like, a few, you do know you're, like, it's never going to look exactly the way you want it. Because usually the way you want it is not doable. They are not mind readers. No, they're unless, not. Unless you can draw your own stencil, in which case, like... Cool. Cool, but, like, I don't know if our artist's going to do that. You never know. There's always things. Here's what the conclusion I came to. They're always going to do something to alter it to make their job easier. Whether they can do it originally or not, they're always going to do something a little bit. They're going to try all, even with this one, I have a little King of Hearts on my wrist and it's not small, but it's not like, it's not big, but my original stencil that I had brought was smaller than this, a little bit smaller. You made it bigger. And he goes, yeah, we can't, I can't do it that small. I was like, you can't or like you won't do it that small. So he, he enlarged it a little bit. I'm like, and I don't hate it. It's fine. The size is cool because it, it still goes with the other one that's next to it. But that that's when it kind of occurred to me. You're like, okay, I'm fully like aware that you can do this. And I know some artists specialize in like micro tattoos. Things the size of like coins, mm-hmm. that type of stuff with like mega detail, which is crazy. And I would love to actually get one of those just for an experience to be like I've been tattooed by one of these people and to have a little micro tattoo do you feel like like you're getting your money's worth 
if you do have it? I don't know. You wonder, like, what do they charge? Because most of these guys that you see are, they're like celebrity tattoo artists. Mm -hmm. So you wonder their hourly rate is probably through the roof. Yes. Like, I can imagine, even for, like, something the size of, uh, for our Canadian folk, a loony or a toonie. A couple hundred bucks. (laughs) Yeah, at least. 400, I'd say, probably. Probably four. Because there's a few guys in LA that I've, like, spoke to on Instagram and whatever. One guy that uh, tattoos Odell Beckham. He was out here for when they did the Nike... It was like the Nike Pro Day or whatever down in Oregon. So they were all up here for some expo, a bunch of the pros and whatever. So they're up in Vancouver. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. It was some conference and something to do with like kids playing sports and stuff. So a bunch of they were. Yeah, something like that. And uh, so they were all up here. So uh, Odell's artist came here from Spain, like flew here from Spain to tattoo Odell. And so I was like, yeah, I would love to get some work done from him. He's like, well, I'm moving to California. I was like, okay, cool. Oh, you hit him in the DMs? Yeah. I was surprised he actually answered because most of those guys like don't usually give the time of day to just like normal people after they've already got that celebrity clientele. You know, well, he wonder. I guess that's cool because he's clearly sees like his head's not huge. Like people's heads don't get, not everybody's head gets huge when you get like a good, a pretty exclusive clientele. Jobs like that, man. You just, you... You don't got a pension, right? So you just got to make sure just you got a lot of money saved pocket up. Pocket any dough you can. If exactly. someone's throwing it at you, you're not going to turn it down. Back but, to the art side of it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. You're a consumer, and you like to get what you want. Mm-hmm. But I, I now, I don't know. I just feel like you need to give them the flexibility to be artists. Yeah. Like, it is, it's their career. It's their job. It's their passion. They clearly know what they're doing. For the most part, I would say there's... 1% that don't shouldn't be artists. You could probably say there's more than that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe maybe those are the ones you can sniff out and go to for the who, who you know, you just throw them at it. Just do it exactly the way I fucking want it. Yeah. Fuck you versus the other guys who you're going to be waiting months to get in and be like, hey man, this is kind of what I'm looking for. Do your thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, it definitely depends on the caliber of tattoo you're getting, though. If it's something small and, and just, like, whatever, sure. Just go to anybody. Go to the most public tattoo place you can go in your city and just get, you know, get it, whatever. These were pretty, these were throwaways. It's all, it's all wording, so they're super easy. But in terms of a picture, I'm a lot more picky now, which is why I keep postponing it. Because I'm a lot more picky in terms of where I want to go and who the small intricacies of their different uh, tattooing styles, Mm -hmm. someone with a heavier hand or whatever. Like there's friends that we have that have certain tattoos by certain people that look good. They're good tattoos, but I don't like them because they're not the style that I want. Like certain ones are, they, uh, his, I don't know, their style is way too dark and I don't, you know, that type of shit. So you get a little bit more picky depending on what you get. Tats are crazy, man. Did you go to the tattoo convention this year? Uh, no, I actually really wanted to go. Really, man? I feel like I, I would have wandered around there. Maybe, you know. I feel like that's um, a tough mix. Yeah. It's tough because I feel like that. What is it? You just walk around and, and just watch people get tattooed in booths? Mm, kind of, yeah. There are yeah, artists who are, who are tattooing, but it's yeah. also. Because there's a few that I follow that were... It's the people there. who make machines, people who make needles, people who do the ink, special ink. Oh, so it's like equipment. It's it's sales too, Yeah, right? it's yeah. sales, t-shirts, art, shit like that. It's like a culture show. Yeah. But 
with uh, there's like there's like a judgment right based on the genre of tattoo you have on your body I don't know people like think of you in a certain way and it's so weird Mm. yeah there's definitely still a stigma with tattoos and it's so unfortunate but it is changing I would say it is reversing in a sense like the stigma of tattoos is definitely changing and with the quote unquote millennial which is probably my least favorite word of all time but you know, with the millennial, the, yeah, that stigma of tattoos is changing and the tattoos in the workplace and invisible tattoos. Yeah, man. There's still a level of professionalism that certain people follow or I would say certain people like to conform to and others don't. They like to probably go against it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, and to each their own. I'm one for keeping things, you know, the, the dress shirt rule. I'm pretty partial. Keep, keep it under dress shirt. Rule. Yeah, the dress shirt. Yeah, I dig and that. Unless you're in a position in your life where you're like, you know, you're set. Really, that's exactly what I'm waiting for, man. I'm telling you, the moment where I'm at the job and I'm secure. Yeah. Where I'm wearing a dress shirt, but I'm the boss, and I'm like, yeah, guess what? The ta- the hands are gonna get done. Yeah. Like the neck, nothing on the face, but like yeah. some that you could see over the collar. There's points where yeah. I'm like, I could hide hand ones, but I was just like, probably not yet. I think that would just be really just a testament to how the, uh, the culture, the art and tattoo culture is, this a, has come from being over. outlaw stuff, like, you know, only bikers and yeah. tough guys and, you know, sailors and shit had them. And now, like, actually, actually, my uncle, who's trying to brand that sort of shit, is trying to say, like, listen, it's not just bad people with tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, some of them have meaning in, in crime culture, but it's art. It's legitimately, it's, it is, it's just art. It's been art since fucking 10,000 BC. Since time, bruh. Since time, brother. But yeah, straight up, man. It's just art. And depending on what you have on you, obviously, <laughs> some people's taste is different. If you have a fucking huge dick tattooed on your chest, that's probably a little, uh, little niche, I would say. And uh, not a, a pretty one percenter kind of tattoo. <laughs> Can you recall any tattoos you've actually seen with your own two eyes that you were like judgmental, physically of? cringed over? I don't think so. No, that's just a testament to, I guess, the where we live and the people I'm around. Also, it's like I would say it's definitely like mad disrespect to like out someone for their. Yeah, they're permanent marking on their skin, like because you don't like you don't know, you have no idea what's behind that. I can't recall one case, but there's several cases where someone will, in my opinion, um, upside down, or the right way would be when your body is completely relaxed. Would you agree? Like, like all your tattoos are correct, in my opinion. So having a piece that is when you're looking at it like your own forearm and you can read it like that. Right. I believe that to be actually upside down because you don't actually spend most of your day kind of like this. You would swing, right. your, arm, so you like, would swing your arms as so. So you would think this would be facing like me so I could read it. That the way it is, is correct. Yeah. So okay. that like the other way. Exactly. Something. So we both have wrist tattoos. Yeah. Mine when I'm relaxed are like this, so his his is scripture, the M is, is, is correct like M, it's it's a year correct. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it says Man Crush Monday whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a fucking snake and some some other goofy shit. 
Yeah. But I would I would never out and out unless someone was truly confiding in me, a good friend. I've seen tattoos where people have have been like, "Wow, it's blah blah blah," and it's right here, and I can always look at it, and I'm like, "Yeah." We Oops. that actually just reminded me. We do know somebody, or I think two people that have had tattoos that have been legitimately misspelled or with incorrect information <laughs> in them. Not uh, probably the most overused one is like Japanese lettering, but this wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. It was genuinely it was an English word that was blatantly misspelled. Ooh, dude. Uh, I actually can't remember the per- the exact person. Oh, I know it was a girl. Man. I know it was a girl that we know. And it was it's just an English word. Did they she just get an absolute book written on her ribs like some people? I think it was it was like on her back. Yeah. So at that point, you're putting a lot of trust in a tattoo artist <laughs> doing some shit you can't see back there. And I just remember she posted about it and everybody was like, yo. Oh my, yeah. Oh my God. Wow. This is fake, right? And she's like, no, no. Oh, wow. And she goes, why? And I was just like, oh. See? And that was on social media, right? Uh, yeah, on hers. It didn't go viral or anything. No, it was no. Just, but it was, it was on hers. And <laughs> I think, oh, fuck. Another reason, well, that's why I've never posted uh, immediately after I've gotten a tattoo. I've mm-hmm. never posted, like, a, f- a photo of a tattoo I've just got. I've just allowed myself to be photographed with a tattoo, perhaps exposed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I posted the first one I got. I posted this one. Yeah, man, that was a super special everyone, and meaningful one. Ev- yeah. And <laughs> the trick, if you want to get a tattoo a little bit younger, uh, get something your parents are going to like. <laughs> yeah, man. For my first tattoo, yeah, it was, I made sure the first one was like meaningful or whatever. So, you know, mom was okay with that. And then you fucking just defile the rest of your body with other dumb shit. Straight up. <laughs> but make the first one, yeah. You know, As some such, of the parents man, will like. I don't think anything has too much meaning on my body. <laughs> no. And that's what, like, the difference even with, like, I would say, uh, like my my parents aren't against tattoos whatsoever, um, but they're definitely the view on them is like I would say is quote unquote like a little old timey, in you, the sense that like oh everything has to have meaning and it's like what if you don't like that thing in ten years? And we are on the same wavelength thinking it gains meaning. It can gain meaning, but at the same time, my whole thing is like, what did I want? There was something, um. I don't know, like, I can't think of an example right now, Jesus Christ. But something that, like, I like right now mm-hmm. um, that may not, like, I don't know, I may not be still into it in, you know, t- 20 years, but it's still, like, a freeze frame to this point in time in your life where I like that thing. Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. Those are those are literally memories that you, that you have... Dude, you kind of blew my mind there in saying <laughs> that. That's a great outlook. Yeah. Like the movie uh, Memento. Yeah. Crazy. Very mm-hmm. cool. But so they're all, yeah, everything you put on your body to that extent is like, yeah, it's something that at this point in time in your life, like held weight in your life. Man, you have like brought me back to earth with that because <laughs> I can look at an old tattoo and be like, that's how I was feeling when I got that. Like, I remember when I got this one, the first one, mm-hmm. I remember what I did the day I got it. Because mm-hmm. I went out the night after I got it. I got it, went home. Went out for somebody's birthday. You want to show with, it off with the saran wrap shit yeah. on because this is before I even said, I think sec, that second skin stuff came out. So this they would throw saran wrap on it and it was like still it, the the ink was coming out still and it was like bleeding and I was just walking around the club with this shit, 
just showing it off. Which fucking, hindsight is that's the classic. Like when you get your first tattoo, everything you do is just like, "Yo, what's up? Can I get, can I get an order here? Hello, hi, hello. Hey, have you seen? Have you seen it? Like, have you seen uh, over there? Have you seen it over, over there? This way, <laughs> over <is>. that way, <laughs> over that way. Now let's let's talk about something. So, second skin wasn't out. You're in this greasy ass club now. In in hindsight, that's bad tattoo care. But as you get older, yeah, you, oh, yes, as you get older, you realize they are they give you pretty strict rules because it's obviously a sanitary thing. It's an open yeah, wound. Yeah. But how much has your <laughs> tattoo care dropped off over the years? <laughs> I that still actually scares me, and I because I kind of I like forget because it's been distance of like or a lot of time between me getting them, and I do forget. I'm like, what? Okay. How serious are the guidelines they actually give you? Because basically they say, they, and they, because I always questioned it, because they borderline contradict it. They're like, don't get it wet, but also wash it. You're like, what? <laughs> don't get it wet, shower once you get home. Yeah, but, and like wash the shit. I'm like, how do I, what, what? And I would be scared to like get, I literally showered, like, literally I showered like this, like trying not to get it wet. I think bathing is, is what, yeah, bathing is something you need to do. Obviously. But don't go in a pool. Is that what it is? Yes. Because like chlorine yeah. and whatever? No, like don't don't even go swimming in the ocean. Right. Pools and oceans and stuff like bathe. Be a human bathe. <laughs> don't I would say don't scrub when it's new. Right. Because it's not in yet. Yeah. It's like still it's on the surface still yeah. yet. But no, because I think I've all there's been in this one I can pick out like instant. Well, I think at least you at this point I don't really know because at first I attributed it to like just the artist kind of just being sloppy and there's points where there's like lighter points and where you seem, you feel like yeah. you kind of jumped. <laughs> yeah. But looking at it back, look in hindsight, you're like, Oh, maybe it was the aftercare, like getting it wet and like, cause water can get in there. Right. And cause like a little bubble almost mm. and kind of bleed I, that I ink. I gotta look at a few. Just like bleed that ink. That. And there's a few that I have that are like, yeah, there's some letters that have like faded and I'm, and I was like, is it, I don't know. Is it, is it the aftercare or was it just like the tattoo artist or whatever? But that's just, I think very few people have a perfect tattoo and have it remain perfect. Yeah. It's highly unlikely because it is, it's a lot of work, especially when you have like a big labor intensive piece that has a lot of color and a lot of lines, which is what you have. You have a lot of traditional tattoos. Yeah. I really like the color cause I was, uh, I was given a, a white man's body <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to uh, get rid of it. I don't know. I loved to color as a kid and like everything had to be every color. I just, I gave the artist all the shit I colored as a kid and said, put it on there. <laughs> Not a gay man, but I think rainbow is really cool. <laughs> People are like, what's your favorite color? I'd be like, I don't want to choose just one. All of them. Rainbow. Everything. <laughs> all of them. 20, the most 2019 statement you've ever said. For sure. Can't leave one out. They all have to they be all included. are included. We love them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I don't know, man. I, fuck. I keep putting off getting the other tattoos because I'm so picky of which artists I want to go to. Straight up. like, And it's just, obviously, it's a, a, when you have an excess in, in spare funds kind of thing. Some people, most of their money, go, they have a tattoo fund and whatever, mm-hmm. and that's what money goes to. And that's what they save for and don't buy anything else. Unfortunately, I'm a... Uh, serial spender <laughs> like yeah. fucking fiscally irresponsible and uh that's just the way the cookie crumbles man so it's like if i ever have a, a, a funds laying around sure but i'm not i mean i've never been a type to get like a mural that was that like a 1500 2000 mural that's like i don't know that's never been 
the style I was into. If I you, find you the right stitch one, stitch it together over time. Yeah, it goes in, hand in hand with that, like throwing tiny ones in there that mean something to me, and then just fill it. I in. like that. And just fill it in. That's I fuck of, it. I feel like I just blew your mind. Well, I did completely. We, with that. you're like, oh, we are so ebony and ivory on some things, but on the same time, you're totally not my style of art, but. The way we're gonna go about it is it's similar. Like in sense similar. That I can't decide on one thing to occupy my flesh for my lifetime, or as yeah. long as I, I would got- feel like I wasted space if I just picked like. And no, I'm not shitting on anybody else's tattoo choice because. But this is some just how like you feel. I I would feel like I had wasted space if I had just chosen. I would say three different pieces. In, in mural form mm-hmm. and just throwing them on. like if I had a lion here and uh, a, a lady's face here and one thing on the inside and the other and one thing here just four really big pieces I would feel like I've really wasted that space because hmm. it is now filled up with four things and especially a lot of people would like to keep going with their tattoos I'm pretty content in filling up my left arm and that's like pretty much it Maybe later on, like, do the right. But I like having the sentimental one being the, the the showcase piece of, like, of my right arm or whatever. And I'm also a huge fan of leg tattoos. Big leg tattoo guy. I'm a big fan. I get it. For some reason, I have this premonition in my head, this predisposition <laughs> that, like, if you have exclusively leg tattoos, you're kind of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like just get one like, somewhere else I, I don't know man I'm just I'm I guess I will pick a fight with people with the exclusively just leg tattoos um like people who who have okay at that point you're like why just get one if you have, anywhere else if you have one tattoo and it's on your leg we're not we're not we I don't have beef with you but if you have many tattoos and they're all on your legs what if you have a leg sleeve and yeah. not one anywhere else what that's like kind of where do you live different? that you can like I don't know yeah, well, I wonder what, like, that's not... The point of tattoos are, yes, they are sentimental to you, but I think you'd like to have other people see them. I mean, if you live here, you're jeans, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're in eight, jeans, bro. Eight to seven <laughs> months of the year. <laughs> Pretty much. You're like, you're not wrong. And there's a lot of meat there, bro. You need to feel some... Yeah, whoa. Come on. All, like, this all in here. You're, oh, a, little, you're a little bit of a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking coward. Sorry, that was, that was just my... <laughs> Out here going off, but no, I get that. Well, for me, I would say leg tattoos are like I want something that's kind of stupid, so I'm gonna throw it on my leg. That does like shit that doesn't really mean a lot. I would just like get. (laughs) I would like, oh, that's kind of a cool picture. I would probably get it on my leg. Yeah, butt cheeks. But you didn't you say you're like, yo, a knee tattoo is fucking dope. Yeah, true that man. I knee tattoos painful as a motherfucker, but so dope to see through a pair of like ripped jeans. Yeah, man, it's cool. Well, that's that's because in my style, like you typically get something that's like bright blue, red, something vibrant, right? And you're just like, whoa. Would you (laughs) would you do the whole body in traditional like color, or would you would you do a different part of your body like more grayscale? I can't do like one limb, just one, but I can't. Would you do like top half color, bottom half? Nah, I feel like that's. I don't know, you know. That's, you kind of got to keep the trend at this point. You got to keep the trend of mostly color with some black pieces. Yeah. Because traditional can be black. Well, the, your prayer hands are black. And gray. Yeah, and I got I got like a I got a black one on my chest, and I have like a eight ball that's black. Yeah. What about the one on your ass? That's color. <laughs> <laughs> you threw color in there? Yeah. You endured that? Yeah. 
<laughs> that's a, a that, honestly that's a ship I wish I hopped on is that like the, a matching tattoo train with just like we could do it man I got one other butt cheek that's vacant. <laughs> I don't want it on my ass dude <laughs> and also the tattoo y'all got is not something that's not my it's not my cup of tea <laughs> you get one that says like old town road on it <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it's been done that's the shitty yeah. part it's been done <laughs> oh man all right, we've been going for a hot minute. This has, been uh, good. this has been kind of a good topic that took up most of the chat. Yeah, this was this was neat. We went into this thing we were going to talk about relationship b- bullshit. And we kind of did. We did. We I got think, it. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel like that we we were boring because we're just too stable? We're not crazy enough. <laughs> we don't fucking do anything. We don't do anything. Tune in next week for our our TED talk. So <laughs> it might be a little bit more serious because there's a couple things that yeah I probably need to be like I don't know. There's probably going to be some funny in there, maybe, but we'll see. It might be more like today where we actually just like talk about a thing for 40 minutes. So you never know. Hey, thanks for just sticking with us. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. There's by. like a core four of you who are always there. <laughs> we, we appreciate you. Keep it real. Yeah, we've, we, we like it. All right. See you guys next week. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of JK's Just a Podcast. We sure hope you enjoyed it. If you like what we do and support the podcast, please donate to the Patreon for exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash justapodcast or hit the link in the description of this video. You can also listen to the episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave that five-star review. It is greatly appreciated and helps us out a ton. Follow us on Twitter at JK underscore Just a Podcast and Instagram at JK's Just a Podcast. Until next week, take care, everybody. Peace out.